come up to the front, you see everything better, and be involved in everything. Isn't it amazing to see so many supporters? There's a Spurs supporter. Spurs and Spurs. Spurs! And we've got a Liverpool supporter. We've got an Aston Villa guy over there. We've got Sunderland at the back. We've got a Man United guy up in the gallery. This is fantastic. The thing about it is, we would normally be enemies, wouldn't we? In the Premier League, we'd normally be enemies. But you know what? We can be friends. Now I'm going to give you a little example. See, whenever we receive Jesus Christ into our hearts and into our lives, God's Spirit comes to live within us. And therefore, we become what's known as the family of God. Paul calls it the family of God, that, that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. So, for example, I can go over and I can shake hands with Barry, who is a Spurs supporter. Right? Right, Barry? <laughs> but he's my brother in Christ. Is that? Now, I can run over here, and there's even, there's an Austin Villa man, Sid, down here. And I can shake hands with Sid. There we go. Normally my enemy, but because we've received Christ into our lives, God's Spirit was, is within us, and that's what makes us brothers and sisters in Christ. See, you never, you never mentioned Newcastle. <laughs> Sunderland. Well done. Right, okay. Now, do you know what? I'm going to break all my principles, all my rules, and I'm going to give a big hug to a Liverpool player, or <laughs> Liverpool supporter. Oh my God. Go on, Brad. See, he's my brother in Christ. You see? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure, Brian, you're feeling like crying this morning with Klopp's resignation. If you ever want to talk, that's all right. Okay. Now, the thing about it is, can you see all these Newcastle, you know, different, can you see these posters? These little sheets. What have all of those got in common? Yes. You're right. The name United. What does United mean? What's it mean? Like all together. Exactly. Well done. All together. And so let's see what we've got here. Newcastle United, Manchester United, yay. West Ham United. Where else? We've got Sheffield United. We've got even got Oxford United for the Hoxons. And uh, we've got Leeds United. Can anybody think of any other teams with United in them? There's, there's lots of different teams I haven't written up. Who? Balamina, yes, Balamina United. <laughs> yes. And their idea, you see, is they want to be seen as teams that work together, that score goals together. And we as a family, we've got goals in this church, things we want to do, and we work together as a family. Paul talks about the family of God, and that's what we do. So, now... My, my first little verse to read to you this, this morning, it's 1 Corinthians 12. Paul talks about, this is what he says, you are the body of Christ. See that? You are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. We're all different. Like these liquor all sorts. So I love liquor all sorts. Do you like liquor all sorts? They're all different shapes. They're all different sizes. They all have one thing in common, though. They've got licorice. And with us, 
God's Spirit, when we have given our lives to Jesus Christ, God's Spirit in us makes us brothers and sisters in Christ. God is something that we have all in common, and we work together. And uh, so we're going to have a look at that as we go through the service today. But it's great to have the band. So we're going to have, let me just pray a minute. We're going to have the band in one tick. Father, we thank you that, Lord, that everyone has come here today and we're from different backgrounds. Lord, we've had different experiences in our lives. We've had tough times in our lives. We've had good times in our lives. We've got different gifts. But, Lord, you bring us together as we give our lives to you. Lord, we are united together as a team for your kingdom. We pray be with us this morning in Jesus' name. So let's praise the Lord um, with great are you, Lord. They're going to teach us this song. stand. Try that verse again. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. And great are you, Lord. It's your breath. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. You give life. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken, and great are you, Lord, it's your breath. We pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise. 
praise, we pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. And all the earth will shout your praise, our hearts will cry, these bones will sing, great are you, Lord. Let's try that a bit louder. And all the earth will shout your praise, our hearts will cry, these bones will sing, great are you, Lord. One more time, even louder. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. Pour out our praise. It's your breath. In our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. Excellent. Thank you so much. And uh, they've got gifts, and they're using their gifts to help us in the church. If you would like to use your gifts in any way, not just the children, everyone, please let us know. It may be the band, it may be something else that you'd like to be involved in. We'd love to just help you out with that and uh, see you grow. So, okay. Now, who has a heart? Anybody not got a heart here? We've all got hearts, haven't we? Who's got eyes? Who's got ears? Who's got arms? Yes? Now, as I've said, Paul says we are the body of Christ. Now, all of these parts of us, our heart, our lungs, our arms, our eyes, our ears, our feet, we need all of these things in order to walk and to live and to function well, don't we? So that's what Paul says. We're in the church. We are like a body. Somebody may be like a heart. Somebody else is the arms. Somebody else is, is um, I was going to say the hair there, but somebody else is the eyes and the ears. And we all work together. Okay. Now, I have a little video that we have here that expresses that a wee minute. We're going to watch for a couple of minutes. Mike is on the loose, play and learn. The body song. Can we sing it for the kids? Great idea. And when you kids learn the song, you can all sing along. 
talks about the church being like a family. Paul talks about the church being a body that works together. I'm saying about a yeah, football team that's united as a team. And that ranges from young ones up to old ones. And we have an old member in our congregation this morning. His name is Morel Murphy and he is 101 years old today. And Morel received um, a letter, a special letter from the President of Ireland. And this beautiful medal here as well to go with his massive collection. Dear Mr. Morel Murphy, I have learned with great pleasure that you will celebrate your 101st birthday on the 20th of January, 2024. 
I am delighted to send you my warmest personal congratulations and most sincere good wishes on this special occasion, together with the enclosed commemorative gift. I wish you good health and happiness in all the days ahead. Yours sincerely, Michael D. Higgins, President of Ireland. So, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. So, what does this mean then? We're a family and we're like a body. Uh, so, we're brothers and sisters in Christ, but what difference does that make to us? What does God expect us to do? So, we're going to have a wee look at that during the rest of the service. I'm going to ask Amy. Amy's going to come and do a reading for us. Uh, John 13, verses 33 to 34. And this is the first thing God tells us to do as a body. Uh, So yes, this is John chapter 13, verses 33 to 35. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Thank you, thank you. Okay, do you like Rolos? Do you like Rolos? Well, you might get some if you wait a wee while, but this is an old advertisement. Now, many people will remember this if you're my age and over. You'll remember this little advertisement, which I had problems with when I was a child. So we're going to watch a wee advertisement from many years ago about Rolos. No, <laughs> not yet. It's it's not on my laptop. It's on the it's on your thing, is it not? Yeah, yeah. it's not on this. No, I sent us a video. No? Okay. Okay, we don't have it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to explain it to you, right? Now, there was an advertisement, and there was, it showed a little boy and a little girl sitting on a seat, and one wee boy was eating a packet of Rolos, and he had only one left. And he sat there wondering, what should I do? And the question was, do you love enough to give do you love someone enough to give them your last Rolo? When I was a wee boy, I found that hard. Last piece of cold pizza, no problem. Last piece of cheese, not a difficulty because I hate cheese. Last mushroom, give them broccoli, take it. But last Rolo, because I have a couple of weaknesses. I love chocolate. And I love caramel, but put them together, caramel and chocolate, and I have great difficulty giving away my last Rolo. Now, when you think about that, 
isn't it hard to give away something that you really love? But yet Jesus tells us to love one another and put others before we put ourselves. Make others important, treat them well, love them. So what Jesus says is in the body, in the family of God, what he wants us to do is to love one another and, and do that by even sacrificing something that we really love. Can anybody here think about, about God? Has God ever sacrificed anything? Has God ever given anything? Yes? Exactly. God loved us, we're told, so much that he gave his only son. And Jesus, his son, gave his life so that we could know him, so that he would die for us, so that we could come to know him uh, and to know our heavenly father. That's a massive, bigger deal than the last rule, isn't it? But listen, if you are good, if you're good, I have rollos here for the end and you can have a wee bunch on them at the end okay so what we're going to do now is uh i'd like ben to read uh acts chapter 2 44 to 47. the reading is from acts chapter 2 verses 44 to 47. all the believers were together and had everything in common Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Amen. Thank you, Ben. So we're going to sing a little song, and it's called I'm Special. Do you know you're special to God? Put your hand up and you know you're special to God. Yes, you are so special. God loves you more than you can ever imagine. He loves you and thinks you're the best thing. It's like he has a little photograph of you in his back pocket and he loves to post about you. That's my wee girl or that's my wee boy. He loves you so much that he gave Jesus for us. So we're going to stand and we're going to sing I'm special. <coughs> Thank you. 
another part of our body, another part of our family. We're going to watch a little video uh, about what our youth fellowship does and you can all look forward to that. When you're a wee bit older you'll be going into the youth fellowship and this is what they'll be doing. And Amy put this uh, lovely video together. Amy, can you make sure that this video doesn't look like all that youth fellowship ever does is have fun, mess about and just get it sorted. That's what you've got to look forward to, okay. Um, I just wanna, first of all, we're talking about God wanting us to love one another. The second thing he wants us to do as a family, as a body, is to protect and care for one another. I'm gonna need your help. Who's gonna help me? Anybody? <laughs> you don't know what I want you to do yet. Okay, can I put, yes. 
Geese. I love geese. Do you like geese? No? You don't like geese? Why not? <laughs> Just don't like them? Okay. But geese fly in a V formation. What I want, give me someone big. You're big. Okay, you're going to be the front goose. Could you come and stand here? And you do this. Okay. Now, now I need two more people here. Okay, what, you there? And you stand there. And come on, Daisy, you come here. Right here. Okay, put your arms out, don't forget. Okay, now what happens in the V formation? I'm going to need some more. But what happens in the V formation? The geese, these two geese, fly a little bit above the front goose. So the front goose gets lots of wind resistance and hitting him, and it can be very tiring. But because he's protecting these two, they don't get as much. And then another, another couple. Yes, come on. <laughs> come on, girls. Okay, so you stand out a wee bit, making a V-shape. You're down, down like that, okay. And then, would you like to? Emily, come on. That's good. And you go there. Come on. Do you just want to come? you want to come and do this? Come on. So what happened? You come here. That's you. And stick your wings out. And you, Oh yes, I love your ears. Stick your wings out. As like. So what happens is the wind and the rain is coming and hitting this boy at the front. And then he's shielding these two. And these two and him as well are shielding these two. And it goes on and on out like a big V. So the ones at the back, they have the easiest time. But soon that boy at the front will get very, very tired. So he'll come, you come around here, you come to the back, and then you little goose, you go to the front. Do you want to go to the front? You come to the front? Yes. So if you stand there, and then you protect those ones, so you take the energy, you take the wind against you, and they, they keep on doing this, and this one at the front will go to the back when it gets tired. And so it means they can fly a lot longer than if they're on their own. But it also means that in this V-shape, they can communicate with one another, they can talk with one another. If one is in difficulty, the others will try and help and shield that one. And that's, that's an amazing thing, isn't it? That's the geese do that. That is very much what Jesus tells us to do. And Ben read about the disciples. They met together. They prayed together. They supported one another. They gave what they could when people were poor or in difficulty and need. They would give whatever they could. So that's the second thing we have to do with the love. And part of that loving is protecting and caring for the people in, in, in our family. You've done very, very well. Oh, I, I can smell the rollos coming soon. Yes, you are, if you want to sit down a wee minute, okay, we're going to have 10,000 reasons from the band. 10,000 reasons to praise God. stand. The Lord, oh my soul, oh. 
Thank you, Father, for Ballycrocken United. Thank you, Father, for this family. Thank you, Lord, for the part of this body. And Lord, we, we, just, we thank you that every single person here this morning is special to you, is loved by you. Lord, is cared for by you. You are their support. You are their refuge. You are their strength in times of trouble. You are their high tower that you, they can run into when they're under pressure. And Lord, we want to give these offerings to you, Lord, as a token, symbolizing that everything in our lives belongs to you. But please use these tokens, Lord, for your kingdom in this area and throughout the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, another part of the body is the Bible class. It's another age group, and Michael's going to come and say a few words about the Bible class. I'll show you a couple of wee slides of what they do. Okay, um, I hope you enjoyed our video from the Youth Fellowship, and um, I would like to assure you that we don't spend all our time just having fun, but there is actually a serious side to it, but... That's another issue. Um, what I wanted to do this morning was just to, to tell you about something that's, that we've been doing in Bible class. I know you see us disappear right every Sunday morning. And one of the things that um, Amy and I did one Sunday with the permission of the committee was we painted one of the walls in the upper room in the SPU with some special black paint, which basically makes a blackboard. Um, what that means is that we have got nice chalk pens and we can write things on it and an awful lot of people are young people and in fact um, some of our more older people have written on it as well and um, I just wanted to show you some of that this morning. Um, the slide you're looking at at the moment is a particular Sunday where um, John was given the talk. We always have a talk every week. Normally Barry gives the talk and you can see Barry's legs there. If you. <laughs> Yeah, if you look very carefully, you can see Barry's legs. And Barry has an inexhaustible supply of Coke, coffee, chocolate biscuits. Um, it's, just, it's just inexhaustible. And we always have Coke, chocolate, and um, we always have a, a talk of some, uh, of some description. So John's given the talk that week. Um, if we can have our next we slide there, what's the next one? Um, that's just a verse that's written up uh, above the TV. Um, every month, um, Amy writes a verse. Maybe some months somebody else will write it, but Amy's writing so good. We have a verse that's written up or something that we've been studying, you know, during that time. Um, have you another wee slide there, Chris? What's our next one? Um, yes, this was taken just coming up to Christmas. We have been studying Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2 and we encourage people just to write up a verse. One of the young people wrote this, or maybe I wrote it, I don't know, uh, had written that verse up on the wall and below it we were kind of tying in with what was going on in church because we had the, coming up to Christmas we always have the four candles and we were learning that the four candles represented um, hope, 
uh, love, joy, and peace, and that those four things directed us towards Jesus. So that was what was written there. And our next slides expand on that. I can't read this, but I don't, I don't want you to read some of it because some of it's quite personal to the people who wrote it. Um, we had peace, and some of the young people wrote up things that they looked for, that they wanted peace in the world. Uh, they also wrote down joy. Um, we also have the Hebrew written against each of these words, which um, I will not attempt to pronounce. Um, but against the joy one, we had music, and that was something that was very, very much mentioned by young people, that they thought that music was one of the things in the church that brought us joy. So that's um, written in there as well, along with someone else wrote that their dog, dogs seem to feature very much in this, that people thought their pet dog brought them joy on music. So there we go. What's our next one there, Chris? Um, hope. Um, we wrote down things uh, that we hoped for, we hoped would happen in the world. Um, again, I can't read a lot of this, but I don't want you to read it, because some of it, one of it was um, for my sister to be happy, somebody wrote. And we also wrote down the bottom uh, love, about loving people that we come into contact with and other people in the church. Um, what's her last one there, Chris? Um, Oh, one more. There's love there, and something's written, and someone has drawn uh, a lovely candle. We find that when people write things and draw pictures, it helps them to remember, helps us to remember what we're talking about. So every week we always write something and draw a wee picture. And I think with one last slide that shows wet paint. <laughs> yeah, the paint wasn't wet for long. Um, I hope that you find that interesting, and um, I hope that it kind of connects you with what goes on on a Sunday morning, that we just don't all disappear off into another world uh, that's different, but that we are kind of studying the same things and uh, working in the same direction. Okay. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, and thanks to everyone, all the leaders who faithfully, the Bible class, the Sunday club, and the youth fellowship who faithfully work uh, endlessly all year. So we really appreciate that. Okay, boys and girls, this is our last week's spot. Uh, I want to read something that Jesus said to you. He told them another parable, the kingdom of heaven. We'll just have a little uh, PowerPoint slide up. The he told him another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. And though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. Now, who's the smallest here, do you think? Everybody stand up. Stand up. Who's the smallest? Who's the smallest? Okay. Let's have... Okay. Come on, you, you come. You're the, you're the, you have to pretend to be a wee mustard seed, okay? So that's a mustard seed. And then it grows a little bit. You come next. And there you come in here. You come in here in this side, Pat. There you go. And there you go. And then next, who's toast next? Daisy? Or I suppose, right there. We're going, getting taller. Getting taller. We'll come here. Okay, we'll have. Okay, you two come in. You're about the same size. Emily, you come there. So you gotta pretend you're wee mustard seed. Now we'll just go to the biggest here. Who's the biggest? 
Darcy's the biggest. Well, we'll okay, we'll put these guys in first. One, you come in. You come in here. And let me see, where would you fit? You know, you come, 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 come on. You come in. You come in. Let me see. You come in here. Ooh, there you go. Now, who's, who's next, you reckon? Okay, you, you come next. And then this guy, and then Darcy. Okay, so you got to pretend you're a little mustard seed. Mustard seed was very, 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 very small. And it begins to grow and grow and grow and grow into a massive big tree. And Jesus says the birds even come and they nest in the tree. And he says the kingdom of God, that's what my kingdom's like. It starts off very small and it grows and grows and grows and it goes across the street and it goes across the world. Okay, I have something for you here to have we look at. What's this? A planet. It's you're close. It's it's the Earth. It's the whole Earth. And because what happened was it started off in Israel with Jesus, and then the kingdom of God grew and grew and grew and went to Europe and went right throughout our whole planet. And so look, have we look at this? There's there's Uganda where the little children are coming from. That's Uganda in Africa. And then in South America, you have Peru. There's Peru that we pray for and the Tom and Evelyn and teams have been over to. And then Rwanda, back in Africa again. And it's now, so it goes right across the world. The kingdom of God has spread right across the world. So we're going to have a wee bit of fun praying, okay? We're going to pray for some countries in the world. So I'm going to throw this ball or hit this ball down amongst the congregation. If you catch it, you have to pick a, a country. And we're going to pray a very short prayer for we have brothers and sisters in Christ in every country now in the whole earth. Okay? So I'm going to hit this down. Then you tell me what, what country it is. We're going to pray for a minute. Then you punch it over somewhere else and they catch it. And we pray for that country. Okay. <laughs> Algeria. Okay, let's stand a minute. Father, in Algeria we know that it's not particularly easy to be a Christian. Uh, it can be very, very tough at times. But we recognize that we have brothers and sisters in Christ in Algeria. We pray, Lord, that you would be with them today. And as they worship you, that they'd know your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, George, you hit it somewhere else. <laughs> All right, Barbara, pick a country. Indonesia, okay. Let's pray for Indonesia. Father, we, we thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ in Indonesia. And in there are some areas in Indonesia where there's a lot of poverty. Lord, we pray, God, that they would find their strength in you, that you would provide for them in every way, in physical ways, with food and clothing, but Lord, also in spiritual ways, that you would be a blessing to them, and that Lord, that they would be on fire for you and a witness in their local towns and areas. In Jesus' name, amen. Just, we'll do one more, Barbara, you hit it somewhere else. <laughs> oh, hiya. <laughs> okay, John. Oh, very appropriate. Okay, let's pray for Ukraine.
Father, we thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ in Ukraine. And Lord, what a really tough time they've had over the past year or so. And Lord, it's been really, really difficult. And Father, we just pray that you would comfort those who are bereaved, comfort children who have lost family members. Lord, be with those who have come into Northern Ireland. May they be encouraged by the Christian church and Christian influence here. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, John. And now, <laughs> okay, who wants to write? Ready? <laughs> okay, do you want to pick a country? China. Do you know that China is one of the most oppressive countries to be a Christian? But people meet in homes. They meet underground. They meet in people's homes because they could be thrown in prison for being a Christian. But yet, it's, it's the fastest growing Christian faith. Christian faith is the fastest growing religion in China. People are becoming Christians all over the place. God is working mightily in China. So we're going to pray, Father, Lord, often we don't like it. We don't like the persecution. We don't like the thought of suffering. But we thank you that China is an example that whenever your suffering comes and persecution comes, God, you move in a mighty way. And we saw that in the New Testament. We just pray, be with and encourage the Christians in China. Lord, we just pray, bless them. And, and Lord, may the church increase in Jesus' name. Amen. But let's, let's also pray for Rwanda and Peru. How, how do you like that? Anybody find it for me? I find Peru. Okay. Great. Let's, let's pray for Peru and Rwanda. Okay. Okay. You see it? There. And Rwanda. Yep. And, and Peru's around South America. Let's pray. Father, we just we thank you for the teams that have gone out to Rwanda, the teams that have gone out to Peru. And Lord, we thank you that you have used them and we that you continue to work by your Holy Spirit amongst the people. And we pray, Lord, that you'd bless and anoint every project that is going on, Father, in those locations. Lord, for the kingdom of God to be extended across the street and across the world. But more, more than that, Lord, that it's, it's a personal testimonies can be, can be experienced, Lord, that they can experience Christ in their lives in a personal way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very, very much. So Jesus tells us to love the family, to love the body, to protect the body, but to protect, and not just protect, but also pray for one another. So I'm going to invite Tom, Shaw, and uh, Ben, and Ben's going to be interviewed because we're coming back to the locality, our own streets, our own church, and uh, we want to just find out what God's been doing in Ben's life and how he's been using Ben over the past year. that better? <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'll repeat what I said. Uh, we're going to ask Ben, having been here for nearly 18 months, what are the highlights for you of your time in Ballycrocken? Well, firstly, to say 18 months, I mean, that just blows me aback. Um, 
There's many highlights. I guess, first of all, I want to say all of you guys in the congregation, you've all been so welcoming, so willing to give a helping hand. So many of you who encourage me and who pray for me and who just do so much. So I want to say a big thank you. Other highlights have been the people I've got to work with. I'm involved in many of the organizations that we have here. And so I've got to meet a lot of people. Uh, too many names to remember, but I'm trying my best. But just getting to know them and to love them is just amazing. There's so many different, unique people, unique contexts that I get to work with. But above all, I've got to say the children. So many young people are in these buildings, you wouldn't even realize it, coming day to day, week to week, and I get to work with them all the way. And I guess two specific examples would have to be, first of all, Mercy Church, and I thank you for those of you in here who help me every two months or so. It's a real blessing. And we have around 30 kids who come to that, many of whom are from outside these four walls, many of whom come faithfully each and every time, and they've just loved it and continue to love it. And also, I've got to give a shout out to the drop-in, and thank you for those of you who have been down and helped me. The fact that we started with zero, and now we're up to 18 on our best nights, it's still not groundbreaking numbers, but from where we were, it's such an answered prayer. And they're just such great, enthusiastic young people, most of whom don't have any church connection, but they come each week and they get to hear from the Bible and they get to see us as well. So there's much else I could talk about, but there's a few examples for you. Thanks, Ben. I'm going to ask you not to be so long the next time. <laughs> We're all looking forward to get home for lunch. Um, anyway, I want to ask you, in the middle of all the work you're doing, what have been the main challenges that you face? There aren't any. <laughs> There's a short answer. No, um, I'm sure some of you are maybe wondering, right, this guy, he's been here 18 months, and we're not seeing the revival. You know, there's not the seats filled. There's not, you know, extra room out in the vestibule needed. What is this guy being paid for? And I guess one of the challenges is the fact that, as I alluded to, I've been invested in all the organizations. I've gotten to know lots and lots of people. And I've been inviting them to things and getting alongside them, but they're just not coming yet. And so it's a case of almost being at a loss, of feeling helpless. What can I do? And so I've learned through that the necessity of prayer, that I am praying more often than I should have been at the very start, because we've done the hard work, the relationships are built, but it's getting them across that bridge, getting them actually in here on a Sunday morning, because as we know, people will come when we're running free events, when we're running Jubilee events and having all the fun. But to get them here on a Sunday morning seems a lot more difficult. So it takes time and it takes prayer. But I am praying. I'm still grafting hard. And hopefully, hopefully, more will start coming. But I am blessed that they're not here this morning, but uh, from the Holiday Bible Club, Charlotte and Grayson have started coming. Uh, they're such a blessing to us all. Thanks, Ben. Now, how can we, as the members, the team members of Ballycrocken, help and support you? So as I said there for myself, just prayer, because if I were to ask you, you know, 
is prayer important? You'd all, I'm sure, say yes. But deep down, do we functionally believe that? Do we act as if that were the true answer? And therefore, I just ask for prayer. Just prayer that people would come, would accept those invites, even if it's only one or two people to start with. Just that people would come. Just keep praying. Keep supporting me as you're doing with volunteering and helping and um, because I am aware that I do ask a lot of many of you and I'm so thankful um, but please keep helping me I, I can't do it on my own and I really do appreciate all the help that you give thank you and can you tell us briefly what your plans are for the next 18 months and what you'd hope would be the outcome so one of the things I've wanted to do from the start is work a bit more closely with the Baptists and the Evangelicals. One of the things we wanted to do before I started that was to build a genuine link with them. And I think that's been done. We're doing a lot more and Mark's been working closely with the other ministers. And so I think you'll see us working more closely with the Baptists and the Evangelicals to reach out to the community. As well, we'll be developing some more initiatives. So last night was the first Lads and Dads night, and it was very good. Tom can attest to that, I'm sure. And we're hoping that that will become a more regular thing, that more Lads and Dads will come along and will get a link to the congregation that way. And just other outreach community events, just like the carol service that we had. We've got a Meet the Neighbours event coming up in May time other outreach events like that, and just keeping doing what I'm doing, going deeper in the relationships that have been built. Because they are built, and it's just now the privilege of being able to go deeper with each of those people that I work with. Ben, thank you very much indeed. Apart from the Bible Club in July this year, there's another quite significant event for you personally. And I'm sure everybody in the church knows that Ben's getting married in July. Um, we've heard the wedding reception is in the Culloden, which has raised his number of Facebook friends phenomenally. And um, all these people here are hoping for an invitation. So um, you have a headache ahead of you. But we wish you and Rebecca every blessing. And may God be with both of you in your married life and in your work, wherever that takes you. And we thank you for being our community outreach worker. Thank you. Thank you. Just in close, and then uh, we're going to sing a, a, a chorus, which is quite an old chorus, but it's, it's a prayer, and it's bind us together, Lord. I wonder, if you don't mind, could we hold hands and just and make this a prayer as we uh, see some faces going, what were you? <laughs> but if we can make this a prayer, because we are a family, we want to move forward with God and for God, out into the community, across the world, and we need the support of everyone and the gifts of everyone. So can we do, can we do that? If you feel uncomfortable, that's okay. It doesn't matter. But if you can, that'd be great.
and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Okay, guys, do you want to get your rulers? Here. Here. Have a pack of the rules. Okay. There you go.